0: friend. I'm gonna go ahead and call you friend because I never meet a stranger. My name is Christina and welcome to my closet where we're fixing to get real, raw, and relatable about life. Quick bio, I love Jesus, my family, and people in general. Oh yeah, and making fun videos on TikTok and Facebook. So look me up there and let's be friends under Christina Smith McCulley. I'm a mom of three and in case you didn't pick up on it, I'm from the South. I'm an open book, which sometimes is not a good thing, but it is what it is. Maybe I'll say something that helps you, or maybe I won't. Either way, God gets the glory, because he's given me the gift of gab, and I'm going to use it. Thank you for being here. Hello, friend. Welcome back. So, this morning I woke up and I had a lot of anxiety on my mind like I was thinking about the things that I needed to get done today. It's Sunday. I wanted to go to church, and there's all these other videos I want to make. I know, you know, I've started in real estate, so I'm making a lot of marketing. I love that. I love making the videos. Like they're fun to me. That's that's fun. So there's some videos I wanted to make. There's things we need to do. There's a hurricane coming, so we're trying to get ready for that, and I just felt like I had this anxiety and I was I was thinking like, Okay, God, I don't wanna feel anxious and you know, I don't know if you've been if this has been on your timeline on TikTok or Facebook or whatever, but there's a lot of talk about the rapture. It seems like every single year between May and September people are naming dates and there's just lots of um this is gonna be this date, get ready, get and there's on mine there's some fear pushing. I've done some TikToks on this about that the fear, uh, to me might make people put up a wall instead of wanting to know Jesus and His loving, you know, grace and sacrifice that He made for us, but that's neither here nor there, but that can cause me anxiety just because, you know, when you listen to them, you think, am I doing enough? Like, you you get this sense of, like, am I really saved? Like, I do, even though, you know, it, it's what we're putting in our ears, honestly. Like, I shouldn't even be listening to it, and I don't. I, I, turn, my, I turn it off or whatever, but, um, you know, the whole thing about having a relationship with God is that, a relationship, a relationship through Jesus. He's the way uh, with God, um, and that we're able to talk to him and spend time with him. I was in church this morning. And I was just thanking him for his presence, that I could be in his presence, that when I wake up and I am anxious, that I can go straight to his presence. And he kind of reminded me to go to Ecclesiastes and read about how really everything is meaningless. Now, that sounds crazy, don't it? Like, we work hard. We do all these things, but in the end, what really matters? What matters? That's our relationship with Christ. That's what matters. Our relationship with the Father through Christ. How, you know, this earth, we feel like it, we're on here a long time, but in reality, it's such a short time compared to eternity. And in the end, all that matters is where we will spend eternity. That thought really helps me whenever I am feeling anxious or overwhelmed or have a lot to do or trying to get a lot done, my mind is always going. I'm going to tell you, my mind is always running. I'm always thinking of ideas of what to do next, um, ideas of business ideas, ideas at home, you know, maybe um, uh, cleaning out something or organizing something. My mind's always going, okay? So when I wake up, my mind is like, already running i have to really get in his presence and just be like okay god in the end what's going to matter so he took me to ecclesiastes this morning and just reading through it um it's a lot to me repeat you know like but it reminds us of things i mean king david talks about in there that he worked real hard he had um lots of wives lots of homes he you know and in the end, it was all medial, uh, meaningless. And some of the things that he said, I wrote down some, I jotted down some notes. But, you know, he talks about um, the eye never has enough of seeing, nor the ear its fill of hearing. Is that not the truth of us? Like, I, you know, we always want more. <laughs> We're never satisfied. It's very hard to get still and to appreciate what he's given us and not to and to be content in it i i struggle with this a lot i think it comes from maybe comparing ourselves to other people me comparing myself well they're ahead they're doing more i need to do more i need to do this when i should really you know i'm not saying that that god doesn't want us to work for what we have but i need to learn more to be content and grateful for what he's already blessed me with and that is something that I I work uh, at doing because it is so easy to get caught up in the rat race of what we have going on here. I mean, this one has this. I want that. This one does this. I want to do that. And with social media, I mean, I have to take apps off. I know I've told you this before. I have to take apps off my phone all the time in order not to compare myself to people, not to be getting all jealous and like, oh, look what they're doing. Or even I take them off because I don't want to be judgmental. I'll see something that automatically will give me like a tinge of feeling like I'm judging them. I don't want to be that way, so I'll take it off of that. And I think it's, I mean, I really honestly, uh, I'm not making an excuse for it, but I do think it's human nature. And so therefore, if it's my human nature, I need to not put my eyes on it, honestly. You know, I could sit here and say, well, that's just the way I am and just keep looking at it oh, excuse me, I was drinking water, and feel that way. Or I can decide, no, I don't want to feel that way in my heart because none of it makes me feel good. It does not make me feel good in my heart to compare myself or to be jealous or to be judgmental. That's not who I want to be. That's not Jesus. I want to imitate him, and that's not the way he was. And so, therefore, I don't want to be that way. So um, just looking through Ecclesiastes and, and reminding myself of what's important you know, also in Ecclesiastes one eighteen it says, For with much wisdom comes much sorrow. The more knowledge, the more grief. Oh, my word. How true is that? Like, the more I know about this world, the more grief I have. The more I know about other people's business, <laughs> the more grief I can have. The more I know, period, the more grief we could have. And I don't think it's saying not to get wisdom. He was just saying with much wisdom comes much sorrow. The more knowledge, the more grief. Have you ever went down a rabbit hole of researching something and then been so stressed out about it i've told myself before this kind of stuff i've said if there was not no social media then i wouldn't know about this i'm gonna i'm just gonna be honest with you um you know i do hair so when i see someone post someone that i've used to do their hair and they'll post this is the best hairdresser ever and it'd be about another hairdresser i'm like Gosh, But, you know, I wouldn't see that if it wasn't for social media, right? So I wouldn't know it. I wouldn't know they were thinking that if it wasn't for social media. So, therefore, I don't need to see that kind of stuff. So I try to limit myself on what I'm watching because the more knowledge, the more grief, right? We wouldn't know the—I shouldn't know what my friend in New York, that they got a new car or a new house, so that I could be jealous of it. I shouldn't know that kind of stuff, but we do. You know, and one time I asked God, I was like, is it wrong? I mean, how am I, I'm sorry, I feel jealous. I don't want to feel jealous. And he told me, you were never designed to know this much about people. We were not designed to know what Susie's eating for lunch. We weren't designed to know what so and so is driving in another state. I mean, you know that they got a new car again for the third time this year. I wasn't designed to know that. And the more knowledge we have about people, the more it can feel that way. And he's reminding us here. Like, you shouldn't know that much about people. You shouldn't know that much about things. You shouldn't go down rabbit holes looking for ways to be stressed. Uh, In Ecclesiastes 2, I underlined, where he said, Ecclesiastes 2, what is it, 2? At the very end, 3, where he's like, the few days of our lives. I mean, we don't have long here. We feel like it's long, but we don't. And he also says, the wise have eyes in their heads, while the fools walk in darkness, but I came to realize that the same fate overtakes them both. Is that not the truth? We all will be judged and spend eternity somewhere. We all go to a place of eternity, regardless of what we have, what we do. We all have eternity waiting. And I want to remind myself that that is the most important thing. Everything else is meaningless. It's really not as big a deal as I make it in the big picture. You know, we cannot take things with us. He talks about in here how he works real hard just to leave it to people below him, just to leave it to the one that comes after him, Um. Who knows if the person that comes after him is going to be wise or foolish, he says. Yet they will have control over all the fruit of my toil, which I have poured my effort and skills under the sun. This too is meaningless. So he, he's talking about like working so hard just to leave it to somebody and you don't even know how they're going to treat it. And I'm not saying that we don't work, but to worry and to, I guess, waste our life away, living with the stress of it we need to we really need to examine that I need to examine it I need to examine what in the end matters I want to make everything I do to be some reflection of him like whether it be cut hair or make a video or a post or be around my kids like I want to make sure that I am showing love and even if I'm the only one thinking it in my mind that I'm thinking about him in these things i'm doing i don't know if that makes sense like um am i am i showing love am i doing this to point to self or to just help somebody am i trying to point to myself or am i trying to generally help without it being like look at me look at me you know what i mean like does that make any sense at all because he sees our heart he sees the motive behind every single thing we do The motive of, why am I working so hard? Why am I fretting about this? Why am I worried about this? Why am I trying to have this attention? Like, he sees all the motives of our heart, which can be a good thing and a bad thing. You know, a good thing as far as, like, if nobody else sees it, that's fine. It don't matter. He sees it. But a bad thing is, like, oh, he sees why I'm doing this. He sees the point of this, you know? I'm going to tell you, I read this also, and it got me where it, in Ecclesiastes four, verse two, it says, "And I have declared that the dead who have already died are happier than the living who are still alive." Ooh, you know why do we say R.I.P. Rest in peace? Probably because, and we know we 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 know that that's when peace is because we don't let ourselves have too much peace on earth. You know, we're always going, we're always running, we're always doing. We're always worrying, we're always fretting, we're always trying to impress, we're always trying to get, we're always trying to show, you know, but when you're dead, that's why we say rest in peace, because they can't do any of that anymore. And in reality, that is a peaceful life, not to be trying to impress people, not to be trying to get, 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 not to be trying to look at me or um, worry or fret, you know, I don't even know if I'm making sense. I might just be rambling, but I know what I'm trying to say in my mind. (laughs) Yeah, I really think the author of Ecclesiastes wanted us to understand contentment. You know, and the world will tell you, you gotta have more, you gotta be better, you gotta do more. Listen, I love to listen to motivational stuff in the morning time. I love to remind myself that like get your mind right, get your mind, you know, straight. But it is a big push for you deserve this, you deserve to have this, you need this, go get it. And in reality, I really don't deserve anything. I deserve hell. Because of his grace, he's given me a way to be with him forever. Um, I don't deserve anything. I need to be grateful for what I have. And there is a verse right here that reminded me of that where it says, Moreover, when God gives someone wealth and possessions and the ability to enjoy them, to accept their lot, and to be happy in their toll, this is a gift of God. That's what he's saying is when God's blessed you and you are content in that. Um, I think I think a lot of times we think of contentment as laziness. Like, oh, I'm just content in life. This is fine. I don't need more. But there's a difference in laziness and contentment with with what you have, contentment can be gratefulness, not laziness. It doesn't have to be laziness. There's, I mean, like I said, God knows our heart. He knows what if we're just using it. I feel like sometimes I use that for an excuse. Well, I'm fine. This is fine with this. When really He's told me to do more. You know, if He's told me to do more, that's different than if I'm just trying to get, get, get and not be content with what He has blessed me with. There's so much more in these chapters. I want to encourage you to read ecclesiastes ecclesiastes how do i pronounce it ecclesiastics ecclesiastes ecclesiastes okay ecclesiastes yes i want to i want to encourage you to read it there's so many good nuggets that i've highlighted underlined um he, he says it again about death a good name is better than fine perfume and the day of death is better than the day of birth i mean it's better to go to a house of mourning than a house of feasting The death is destiny of everyone. The living should take this to heart. I mean, he really just gives some really good reminders and nuggets here. He says, "Do not pay attention to every word people say, or you might hear your servant cursing you." I mean, how many times do we want to know what this person said about us, or, or how dare they? No, you don't need to. You don't need to know. Why do you need to know? Because it's really none of your business what they think. What does God think? What's the motive of your heart? I try to remind myself of that. Listen, anytime I'm doing a podcast, I am preaching to myself. So don't ever think I'm saying I got it figured out because I don't. I tell people on TikTok all the time. They're like, your faith seems strong. Listen, I do not. I mean, like, I have the struggles just like everyone else. I am giving therapy to myself during these uh, podcasts. I mean, I'm talking to myself. Let's pray about it, okay? Father, thank you that we are able to come to you. Thank you that we are able to be in your presence. Thank you for the life that you've given us. Thank you for the things you've given us. Help us to be content in them. Help us to remember that in the end, all that matters is you and, and spending eternity with you. Help that to be our focus, Father. Help that to be our focus. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.